Hope everyone had a great weekend. Today we're going to be discussing what happened April 18th through April 20th. This was uh, basically a time that I did the quarantine side chats. In this weekend, I took a little break, and I think on weekends, potentially with the quarantine side chat, we'll be uploading a few, but on the all weekdays, we will always update uh, quarantine side chat for those that follow along with that series. So April 18th through the 20th, I was actually hunting. I went turkey hunting with uh, family. It was great. You know, the weekend before that, I was trout fishing. And reflecting on these two experiences, you know, I, I really enjoy the outdoors. And, you know, I think a lot of people take this for granted. And when times like these happen where it's mass, not his, I, w- I would call it hysteria and great uncertainty, people begin to, um, they begin to analyze what really matters. And we talk a lot about this here at the Modern Academy, you know, looking at the big picture, looking at the bird's eye view of your life, thinking if you were in the third person perspective, what would you do to help yourself? You know, we uh, we always do a lot to help others, To especially you see this like if you have a pet, for example, a dog, you'll make sure they get the med- medication every single day. You'll make sure they get fed every day. You'll have tons of attention to it, but then at times we don't give attention to ourselves or the things that truly matter in life. And being out in nature really helps ex- helps you examine these things. And you know, this is this series, which is these quarantine side chats, are basically uh, FDR inspired fireside chat conversations where he spoke in a time of uncertainty and brought a little bit of light, just a little bit of hope to people that were listening at home. And that's essentially what I'm doing with these quarantine side chat series. And we do have some people that follow along pretty closely. So I did want to update you. The Basically, here at the Modern Academy, we upload three times a day. So we're pumping out three different podcasts per day. And we did take a break yesterday on that three but we pump out so much that it really kind of you you have enough to go back and listen to you can always listen to past episodes and we're continuing on with it with that three upload a day just wanted to let you guys know that you know planning to continue uploading three a day and the only time there will really be breaks is on weekends so this, you know, I went hunting over the weekend, so I really didn't have, I wasn't on my phone a lot. I think I had like 30 minutes of screen time. I try and track all my screen time, but you know, we were turkey hunting. I walked the property. It was absolutely beautiful being out in nature. And so I didn't really have time to be on my phone as much, but I did upload, you know, Friday into Saturday and then Sunday we took that break. Same with yesterday. Now we're back to routine schedule, so you'll be getting three podcasts starting now until, you know, at least the end of the week, and it'll be three a week, at least for this next week, and then based on the feedback, how people like it, we could either add more, so add a fourth episode a day, even if that's, you know, a longer conversation or potentially doing, you know, one 30 minute episode and then one 15 minute episode, we could change it up. And I'd like to hear your feedback on that. I read a book a day. I'm in tons of high level courses and being mentored by people, basically constantly learning, constantly absorbing new information in this knowledge age. And that's really what the Modern Academy is about. It's basically me extracting the lessons in the frameworks from these 
these uh, different sources of knowledge and finding these underlining, you know, rules for rules, frameworks, and kind of mindsets to be in for learning, for absorbing, and for changing. You know, Phil Knight says the guy that uh, actually started Nike. You know, he he essentially he said what it came down to is either you uh, you adapt, you change, or you die. So you so you must always be adapting and changing because if you stay stagnant in the way you you always operate, you know, like if people would have stayed in the same mindset before this pandemic, before the coronavirus, and they would have just been like, no, I'm not changing all the way through it, tragedy would come to them because the world changes, the environment changes around you. And as Richard Dawkins talks about in his book, The Selfish Gene, you know, the organisms that can learn through others overt trial and error will always win in the end. Those that can simulate overt trial and error will win every time to those organisms that can only learn through overt trial and error. So overt trial and error is basically like, you know, there's a brick wall in front of you and you just keep running your head up against it, trying to break through it, where someone that can simulate that not have to hurt their head running up against it multiple times. They can observe that, they can learn that before they're in the situation and go, oh, if I just take, you know, if I walk two minutes to the right, the brick wall turns and then you can keep progressing. So it's, it's essentially being in, obviously that's a metaphor, but it's essentially being able to extract lessons and to learn from people. As Warren Buffett says, you know, learn from other people's mistakes. You, you learn from mistakes, but you, it's better to learn from other people's mistakes. So it, it's kind of an interesting paradox, you know, being able to simulate these uh, futures, simulating these future situations that you could be in by learning, by absorbing knowledge from others and doubling down on your own brain at how fast you're learning and the rate at which, you know, you're expanding your your consciousness, your knowledge, and in turn, your legacy that you will leave on this earth. And I hope everyone is kind of keeping those main four pillars in mind, health, wealth, love, and happiness, realizing that each day, you kind of want to see them as the sculpture mentality. We've talked about this in the past. Sculpture versus the lottery. If you can, if you can just nail that into your head, that's sculpture versus the lottery. So you, you essentially, you want to have the lottery. Most people have the lottery approach to life. You know, they go, oh, the jackpots, you know, $100 million. I'm working a job that's making me $50,000 a year. They, they they have learned helplessness and don't see that they can break through that 50000 into abundance because the world is abundant. They go, oh, instead of that, let me just play the lottery with numbers. That that doesn't have to push me outside my comfort zone. That's just, you know, doing it for fun. Whereas the sculpture mentality is, no, no, no. You have the reins on your life. The, the lottery mentality is, you know, somebody else has the reins all you can do is sit there and kind of watch what happens. You know, there's three types of people in the world. Those that watch things happen, those that wonder what happened, and those that make things happen. You want to be the person that makes things happen. You don't want to be the person that's just sitting there wondering what happens. And that's what the lottery approach is. They go, oh, I wonder, you know, why didn't I win the lottery? Why, why is my life so miserable? Why do I not have control over my finances? Where the sculpture approach is, you know, every day you wake up, and you go, okay, I'm going to take Warren Buffett's approach and go step by step, I get ahead, not necessarily in fast spurts. So what's the little momentum I can build? You want to focus on building momentum towards something because in, in um, Peter Thiel's book, Zero to One, it's very interesting. He talks about, you know, the one to two is exponentially closer 
than zero to one. So if you can get that zero to one and even break that zero to one down into micro steps, you know, even if it's like, okay, one now, or sorry, you start with zero, you go to 0.25, you go to 0.5, you go to 0.75, and then you get to one. So it's those micro steps in between that can help you gain momentum. And a lot of people, you know, they see it like zero to 10, or they would zero to 100. And it's like, no, 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 you just need to get to one established, you know, proof of concept, proof of what you're doing, proof of the experiment, and, uh, and move and adapt from there. And, you know, we kind of expanded into all these different things. But back to that sculpture versus the lottery mentality, the, the sculpture is, you know, you want to have a sculpture in each of those four main pillars of life we talked about, you know, health, wealth, love, and happiness. And each of these, you can kind of, an easy way to break it down is on a zero to 10 scale or really a one to 10 scale, what would you rate each one of these currently? And what would you rate, you know, a year, a year ago, how would you rate your health, wealth, love, and your happiness? What about five years ago? And then you want, what you want to do is project, you know, a year from now, where do you want your health, wealth, love, and happiness to be? And be reasonable about this. That's the thing. You know, you, you literally cannot live life on a 10 happiness every single day. So understanding that, you know, these, most of these will not be perfect tens. The, the goal is to keep them up, keep them high and have all of them be up because usually people are, you know, they have a binary pole. So they have one of these areas that's amazing. So let's say like their um, wealth is great, but their health is horrible. You know, what, what would you, even if you had a billion, like multi-billion dollars, like if you're the richest man in the world, but you were bedridden, you couldn't exercise, you couldn't enjoy life. What good does that billion dollars do you? So the key is again, having that balanced approach saying, okay, you know, currently my love, for example, is maybe at a seven, but my wealth is at a one. You know, I haven't, I've been on unemployment or whatever. You would go, okay, let me switch those binary poles, those two different things. And we, maybe I'll do an episode later today going more in depth in binary poles. Actually look out for that because I will. I'll do an episode on binary poles and kind of Getting more detailed into this because I don't want to rant for too long on it. But essentially, it's just most people, it's, it's thesis and antithesis. Everything comes down to that. You know, you start with thesis, you move, you combine the thesis with the antithesis and you get the synthesis. That's finding that in between, you know, Democrat, Republican, light, dark, north, south, east, west, eastern, western. Different, all these different things, you know, um, uh, currently, you know, Trump or Biden, uh, hot dogs or hamburger, like there's all these different on and off, all these different things that are binary poles and people are usually completely one way or completely the other. And I think the best way to see this is on um, politics because feedback loops enhance binary poles. So once you become more, basically the more binary you become, the more the feedback loops compound and then it's like the more momentum you get pushed into the direction of completely binary. So like a lot of people that you meet that are Republican only consume Republican information and only consume, um, you know, Republican news and all that stuff. So it's this, it's this, comp- this um, combination of confirmation bias and feedback loops. So basically the the algorithms that your phone, Facebook, all these social media networks use are the epitome of confirmation bias and feedback loops. So these feedback loops ramp up 
And whatever side you're on, you know, again, the, the best approach is to be level-headed, even-keeled, something that the Japanese samurai actually used to call mushin, which they talk about in a great book, Verbal Judo. And mushin is essentially this even-keeled, this, this middle ground, this balanced approach you should be on. Because think about it like, uh, have you ever seen the, uh, it's like the, the lumberjack guys that roll on those logs? What you have to remember is, you know, if, if you're floating, think about it. So there's the center of gravity, the, the middle, and, and everything from there is a weight distribution, which is a pendulum. So if the right side of his body is, way too, is, is pressing way too hard on the log, the, um, the left side will pop up in the air. And to balance back, get back to that even-keeled motion, he has to apply that same in that you can think of those two as binary poles. So the right side of the log and the left side of the log. So if, you know, if he's applying too much pressure with his right side, he has to balance back by displacing that, um, that um, disproportionate weight on one side back to the other to get to that balance, to get to that even keel, that motion. And this is essentially what, it, you, that's a great way to think about it when it comes to, you know, your binary poles. So, you know, if you hate Trump or you love Trump, or if you, you know, hate Bill Gates or you love Bill Gates, or you hate um, McDonald's or you love McDonald's, like all these different things where it's like, a binary opinion usually is an incorrect one because everything has nuance. So, you know, when you're, when you're completely binary and you don't at least look at the dark, you know, that, that's one thing is you can't have light all the time. You need dark to have light. You need black to have white. You know, all these different things that it's, it's, a, it's so important to have. And essentially what an ecosystem comes down to is having a balanced approach where things live in harmony. And if you can't realize this, that it's a nuanced conversation, you, you're literally still back in the stone age of thinking. This is a, this is a new era where we, we understand these things. And this has gone on maybe too long, this little rant that I did here at the end. But uh, this was basically my recap. Oh, man. Sorry. Sorry about the little rant there. I was honestly planning for this to be like five minutes. But uh, anyways, the, uh, the recap from April the 18th through April the 20th and... Just kind of recapping that, I'll also be pumping out the uh, the new quarantine side chat for April 21st. Hope everyone had a good 4 2020. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so if you enjoyed these episodes, if you like what we're doing here at the Modern Academy, we're definitely getting many new listeners now, building some momentum. If you enjoy what we're doing, please leave us a review. You can also email us at r at mdrnac dot org or dot com sorry so that's that's actually my personal email and the modern academy website is mdrnac.com we also have modernacademy.edu and we're going to be working on that site coming up here pretty soon so again if you want to email us you can email me personally with any of your feedback any of your comments any of your suggestions and if you would like to be actually interviewed we're going to start taking interviews here at the Modern Academy and putting them out on our podcasts. So if you would like to be interviewed, you can email r at mdrnac.com. That's r at mdrnac.com. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time. April 22nd of 2020, tinfoil hat mode on this quarantine side chat. We do these every day during the quarantine discussing kind of FDR-inspired fireside chats. 
where he brought hope to the nation in times of uncertainty. And that's really what we've been doing here at the Modern Academy. I apologize for the little delay in podcasts. We are going to be back to normal scheduling with our normal three podcasts today, one five-minute, one 10-minute, one 15-minute episode every day delivered directly to you on Spotify and iTunes and all your favorite podcast apps. So today we're going to be discussing a little tinfoil hat mode. You know, it's easy for people to fall into this sort of mentality in times like these where, you know, conspiracies and um, and basically um, ideas that get blown out of, out of proportion um, basically are birthed. So you, you have to realize that everything is, you want to strike a balanced approach. Most people have the fallacy of being, they have something called commitment consistency. And then when you combine that with confirmation bias, those are two cognitive biases working in joint, therefore infecting the Lollapalooza effect on your brain, which basically means that multiple cognitive biases being used at the same time on your brain basically creates massive persuasion. So when you have... Um, you know, certainty and confirmation bias, and then everyone trapped at home, isolated on their mobile devices, looking up news, which you have to understand is the algorithm of these news sites of, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Google News Feed, all these different things are curated based on your metrics. They track all of your data, everything you talk about, everything you search, every little pinpoint, every movement you make on your phone basically is tracked. And understanding that you you need to realize that what you're being fed essentially like the information that they're feeding you because they're tailoring information to you you know it's, it's not just free-ranged information it's not just you know you curate it by how you want it no no no. it curates it for you and that's the algorithm and a lot of people think that it's organic you know they, they and what happens is they caught, get caught in these feedback loops and then that mixes with confirmation bias and basically what that equates to is just a very false ideology. And you need to realize what Charlie Munger said, which is never um, hold hard ideologies. So never try try to not hold the hard ideologies one way or the other, extreme ideologies. And when you do, that creates a binary pull. So if you're, you know, 100% Republican and you only listen to what Republicans say and you're in that eco chamber where all this information on your social media sites are basically feeding you what's, you know, confirming your bias, confirming that confirmation on that side. But what you need to realize is that it, everything is thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Everything is a balanced approach because you can't have light without dark. You can't have on without off. You can't have water without fire. You need all these things in joint for an ecosystem to work. So we can't just have 100% Republican or 100% Democrat. So that doesn't work as an evolutionary stable strategy in ESS. So holding that extreme of an ideology to just Republican or just Democrat and, you know, fuck the other side, they're the worst, our side's the best, screw Trump, screw Hillary, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because any extreme ideology, that's, that's a, an, it isn't forming an evolutionary stable strategy, which is a necessity. So you need to realize that the people that are the smartest, the people that are usually the most intelligent in the room, aren't spouting off. The people that spout off tend to actually be the people that know the least about the situation. The people that know the most actually usually don't talk that much because they realize that the smartest people, they don't need to spout off. They don't need others to hear them because they they know what they know and, and that's what it is. So I want you to kind of examine these ide ideologies and think for a little bit, you know, 
are you polarized on one side or the other? And with tinfoil hat, the reason I kind of did a little bait and switch is because there definitely are, there's, there's a um, means for conspiracy in these times, but what you have to realize is usually it's, it's one step and the conspiracy is true. You know, like something happened, but then the conspiracy theorist blows it out of proportion. So it's like, this was faked. Okay. Yes. Maybe that was faked. But then the conspiracy theorist is talking about it, talks about the repercussions, and the repercussions are false or faulty. So, like this 5G stuff, Alex Jones, Tinfoil Hat, Sam Tripoli, and Eddie Bravo, those guys that are in the same group is the podcasters that I like, like Rogan, Delia, Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson, all these intellectuals that I really like. While they're there, um, the you know the issue is is that. They, they're spreading this kind of false information, this false ideology, and then, and then they go too hard for it. And uh, it's, it's important to have this balanced approach. So hope you enjoyed this. I hope everyone's staying sane and safe during this time of quarantine. This has been August 22nd's Quarantine Side Chat. We'll be keeping up with the three podcasts today. Have a good one. April 22nd of 2020, tinfoil hat mode on this Quarantine Side Chat. We do these every day during the quarantine discussing kind of FDR-inspired fireside chats where he brought hope to the nation in times of uncertainty. And that's really what we've been doing here at the Modern Academy. I apologize for the little delay in podcasts. We are going to be back to normal scheduling with our normal three podcasts today, one five-minute, one 10-minute, one 15-minute episode every day delivered directly to you on Spotify and iTunes and all your favorite podcast apps. So, Today, we're going to be discussing a little tinfoil hat mode. You know, it's easy for people to fall into this sort of mentality in times like these where, you know, conspiracies and um, and basically um, ideas that get blown out of, out of proportion um, basically are birthed. So you, you have to realize that everything is you want to strike a balanced approach. Most people have the fallacy of being they have something called commitment consistency. And then when you combine that with confirmation bias, those are two cognitive biases working in joint, therefore infecting the Lollapalooza effect on your brain, which basically means that multiple cognitive biases being used at the same time on your brain basically creates massive persuasion. So when you have, um, you know, certainty and confirmation bias, and then everyone trapped at home, isolated on their mobile devices, looking up news, which you have to understand is the algorithm of these news sites of, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Google News Feed, all these different things are curated based on your metrics. They track all of your data, everything you talk about, everything you search, every little pinpoint, every movement you make on your phone basically is tracked. And understanding that you you need to realize that what you're being fed essentially like the information that they're feeding you because they're tailoring information to you you know it's it's not just free-ranged information it's not just you know you curate it by how you want it no 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 it curates it for you and that's the algorithm and a lot of people think that it's organic you know they they in what happens is they caught, get caught in these feedback loops and then that mixes with confirmation bias and basically what that equates to is just a very false ideology. And you need to realize what Charlie Munger said, which is never um, hold hard ideologies. So never try, try to not hold the hard ideologies one way or the other, extreme ideologies. And when you do, that creates a binary poll. So if you're, you know, 100% Republican and you only listen to what Republicans say and you're in that eco chamber where 
all this information on your social media sites are basically feeding you what's, you know, confirming your bias, confirming that confirmation on that side. But what you need to realize is the, it, everything is thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Everything is a balanced approach because you can't have light without dark. You can't have on without off. You can't have water without fire. You need all these things in joint for an ecosystem to work. So we can't just have 100% Republican or 100% Democrat. So that doesn't work as an evolutionary stable strategy in ESS. So holding that extreme of an ideology to just Republican or just Democrat and, you know, fuck the other side, they're the worst, our side's the best, screw Trump, screw Hillary, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because any extreme ideology, that's, that's a, an, it isn't forming an evolutionary stable strategy, which is a necessity. So you need to realize that the people that are the smartest, the people that are usually the most intelligent in the room, aren't spouting off. The people that spout off tend to actually be the people that know the least about the situation. The people that know the most actually usually don't talk that much because they realize that the smartest people, they don't need to spout off. They don't need others to hear them because they they know what they know and, and that's what it is. So I want you to kind of examine these ide- ideologies and think for a little bit, you know, are you polarized on one side or the other? And with tinfoil hat, the reason I kind of did a little bait and switch is because there definitely are, there's there's um, means for conspiracy in these times. But what you have to realize is usually it's it's one step and the conspiracy is true. You know, like something happened, but then the conspiracy theorist blows it out of proportion. So it's like, this was faked. Okay, yes, maybe that was faked. But then the conspiracy theorist is talking about it, talks about the repercussions and the repercussions are false or faulty. So like this 5G stuff, Alex Jones, Tinfoil Hat, Sam Tripoli, and Eddie Bravo, those guys that are in the same group is the podcasters that I like, like Rogan, Delia, Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson, all these intellectuals that I really like. While they're there, um, the, you know, the issue is, is that they, they're spreading this kind of false information, this false ideology, and then, and then they go too hard for it. And uh, it's, it's important to have this balanced approach. So hope you enjoyed this. I hope everyone's staying sane and safe during this time of quarantine. This has been August 22nd's Quarantine Side Chat. We'll be keeping up with the three podcasts a day. Have a good one.